Chi Chat by Chi Chart. We've got Nerida Bint in today, guys. For Chi Chat, she's a leader in the space of empowerment and she believes in living a joyful, wholehearted and intuitive life. She founded La Somme and it's an award-winning female-based gym in Newcastle. And how many gyms do you have now, Nerida? Just two. 75. <laughs> <laughs> too much work. Just two. One in East Maitland, one in Newcastle. Yeah, because you guys pride yourself on that personal connection, which we know. Mm. I've been to Lassom lots of times. I've got two crazy children, but uh, they always talk about you, you've really fostered family there as well. Like yeah. they always loved coming. Yeah. So we're going to talk to you a little bit about your purpose and how you see it in life. And we're going to talk about Chi and we're going to read your Chi chart with Lisa. Ooh, I'm so, so excited. welcome to the pod. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so honoured. I love chatting to you and yeah, I feel great being here today. Everyone was just saying that my energy's a bit off today, so I'm going to go to my chi chart. So when you talked about your foster family with the business, so you support family within business? Oh, one of our key values, we've got three core values. One of them is excellence, one of them is community, one of them is courage. So a part of community is, yeah, we, we're a women's only gym, so definitely want women to feel safe to be able to come, to bring their children and just for it to be as accessible as possible. We know the struggles that women face you know taking time to look after themselves their well-being and their connection more than anything with other mums or other women so we definitely try and create a space where we can have that and also too I was just saying to a friend this morning once a year generally at our Christmas party we actually invite their partners to come along too I love the chance to meet you know my members their husbands partners Mm. whatever that looks like and just get a chance to see what goes on you know behind like their life at the gym you know i really love that i love learning more and more about the people that come here every day yeah it's really cool it's a culture thing that's a great value you know when you do go to the gym obviously like i've been to the gym for many many years but it's daunting really Mm. and i think that's why people are moving towards these more community-based activities like i always go to the yoga studio local yoga studio go to pilates no people there you know Mm. go in run groups like i find that so much better Mm. than the real cold well one of our human needs just going to run on a treadmill and you sort of like feel like a robot and then doing a few bicep curls it's just one of our fundamental needs as human beings is to be seen heard and understood um so when we're turning up somewhere and people know our name Number one, we're seeing, we're feeling mm. seen. You know, when we're turning up and someone's helping us to, you know, manage our training or manage injury or, you know, our workload, whatever that looks like, that's being understood. You know, when mm. we're there and we're, you know, like going through a bad day and someone wants to check in and, say, and not someone notices and says, "How are you going?" and they listen, that's you know, feeling hurt. Mm. And when we're, you know, going places where we're not getting that, that that can be challenging. And so that's all I try and offer. You know, our members feeling seen, heard, and understood. I always say that we're pack animals. We yeah. really help. That sense of yeah. belonging is really, oh, really important. Of course. And community, as you've said, Mel. And it's very interesting because Mel's just looked at a chi chart. And what are you having today? Creativity. <gasps> ah. I told good. you my head was in the clouds. Ah, she did too. <laughs> That's not unusual for me, though, granted. <laughs> now, I was also going to ask Nerida or Nez. Yeah, call me Nez. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I'm in trouble when I hear Nerida. <laughs> <laughs> Nez, can you tell us what really inspired you? How you, you know, decided to set up this gym Mm. it's a bit of a long story but I'll do my best to keep it short you know 10 years ago I was in a very different place I was really overweight really lost and just really didn't know how to look after myself I was really depressed I was so lost bought a house at the time with my partner at the time and it was across the road from a gym 
And I remember watching these people training and thinking, wow, this just looks amazing. They were lifting weights, running, skipping, rowing, doing pull-ups like nothing I'd ever seen before. This was, you know, before this type of training was really a thing. So I went over there, you know, straight up was like, I had always been really, really fit, but I had over the years put on a lot of weight and I was just really lost. I didn't really know how to look after myself. And I went over there and was so excited to join. And the guy just looked me up and down and he said, Darling, this is not for you. Oh, I can't believe so that. When that- I read that, that's just so disturbing. Yeah. How did that make you feel? Oh, I, I remember feeling really humiliated, feeling ashamed and embarrassed and just like mortified. You know, I walked out there, just all I could do was to try and not break into tears. Oh. Yeah, it was a defining moment. I'll never forget it. But at the same time, it was a pivotal moment. It wasn't at the time. I went a couple of months, bumped into a friend at a barbecue. He looked amazing, had lost about 15 kilos, but not even about the weight. He just looked happy and he was just energetic. He was, his skin was, you know, glowing. And I said to him, what have you been doing? And I said, I've been doing CrossFit. And I was like, damn it, I really want to do that. Like, you know, but it's only for fit people. And he said, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he said to True, me, no. That's what that's yeah, what people it's think, yeah. the biggest misconception. Yeah. And he convinced me to go to his gym. I really didn't want to go because I was sure that I would face the same sort of treatment. He assured me I wouldn't. I went even though I was shaking. So I was, ironically, most women are real, or most people are really intimidated to go to a gym. I was so naive at first. And then I got that experience and then I became anxious. But I went and I had the complete opposite experience. You know, the owner came straight over to me, welcomed me, narrowed up, been waiting to meet you, come on in, introduced mm. me to like five other members. I'll never forget this. First workout I did was crazy. It was like five rounds for time, 400 meter run, 20 box jumps, 20 pull-ups, 20 burpees. It was crazy. First two minutes, everyone's like way ahead of me. Luckily, I had a sporting background, so I wasn't in my head. I wasn't ashamed of myself. I wasn't judging myself. I just knew. I was like, this is going to be a grind. It's going to take three months of hard work, but just you're right. Just do it. And anyway, the last – everyone was finished, and I had to do my last round of burpees, and I'll never forget this. Down I went for one, and everyone was like, 20, 19, and everyone's doing them with me, all the way down to one, and then everyone clapped, came over, high-fived me, one lady hugged me, I was in tears, signed up on the spot. 12 weeks later, the coach said to me on the day, what are your goals? Like, what do you want to achieve? And I burst into tears and I said, I really need to lose 20 kilos. Like, and it wasn't about the weight. It was about me not doing things in my life because I felt so embarrassed. I wouldn't go to the beach. I wouldn't go and play volleyball. I wouldn't go out on a boat with friends. I wouldn't, you know, I just was stopping me living my life. And I was 28. He said to me, join this gym, come five days a week and look at your nutrition. And I said, yep, signed up 12 weeks later to the day. I'd lost 21 kilos. And from then- That's incredible. Yeah. That's amazing. But you know what was more incredible? It wasn't even about the weight. But your self-esteem. The first time I felt like I belonged somewhere. Mm -hmm. Like people, no matter what I looked like, no matter what I did, I was so hopeless. Like my coach, I remember, used to look at me and shake his head. I was so uncoordinated, but I was so determined. I would be trying, 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 because you know what? This sports like melts. There's a lot of technical stuff involved. And I was like the least coordinated athlete, but I had persistence on my side. And that's what he used to say to me. He used to say, you know, I don't know what you're doing, but I'll give you this. You're a hard worker. And to this day, that's just sat in me. And just in my life, when I think back, I've been coached by some really incredible people that just believed in me. And that gave me the chance to believe in myself. And so years later, when I was miserable in my job and I realized I needed to, you know, do something different, I went for a drink with my boss at the time and he said to me, what are you going to do? And I said, I have no idea. And he said, you should be a PT. And I laughed at him. Wow. He was the one that said it to me. And I laughed at him, didn't think any of it. I was like, who would train with me? No one would train with me. 
it was six months later I was you know going into a women's only supplement store trying to apply for a job she didn't have any work she said you know I was talking to her about training and everything and I was just like blah 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 one of these people that just loved it and she said why don't you start a boot camp and I was like well I don't have any I'm not a qualified PT I don't have any gear I don't even know anyone and thankfully, she's my best friend to this day. She said, well, I've got a list of 10 women who might be keen. I've got a couple of slam balls. I've got a couple of skipping ropes. I'm a PT. I could come and run it with you and help you. So that day I went home and I messaged these 10 girls. I was so excited. And I said, meet me up at Nobby's Beach on Monday morning, 6 a.m. Eight of the 10 of them showed up and the rest is history. More and more I lent into that and I just found – and, you know, that you know that first day that that guy shamed me, that has always stuck in my head and I thought I never, ever want anyone to feel like that. So I have every day tried to show up and just create a space where everyone feels welcome. We Next week, this week actually, Saturday, we celebrate seven years on the day since I opened and it was about six months of running the outdoor boot camps and trying to get it all together. That's all I've tried to do. Just create a space where women feel safe. Let's chat Chi. Join our closed Facebook group for free engagement daily at Chi Chat. Obviously, you're kicking massive goals with La Somme now. Do you have other things on your horizon? Like, what oh, is so, many. <laughs> so what is inspiring you at the moment and where do you think you might be headed? Well, it's really interesting. You know, when I look back on the last 10 years, I can see that, you know, we all have different kind of, you know, things going on in our life and things that need different levels of attention. You know, for, for a little while, I really need to focus on my health. And then it was I needed to focus on relation, like getting out of a relationship and getting my life sorted, like logistics. And then it was the career, you know, then I found the career. Now, I've been doing that seven years now, you know, and I love it, but I'm ready for some more challenges. You know, the last two years, oh my goodness, like, I mean, everyone's in the same boat. Everyone's gone through a massive shift. I went through a massive relationship breakdown and it kind of forced me to look at myself and really say, like, you know, one of the core things I really want in my life is I want a husband, I want a family. You know, I really always saw that for myself and I'm approaching 40 and it hasn't happened. So it's forced me to kind of go, wow, why is this not working out for me? What is the common denominator? It's me. So it's really forced me to do some work and and that's like I've learned so much about myself and I'm like a different person to what I was two years ago. And now I see more and more so many people struggling in their relationships. It's a really huge thing these days. So Mm. how are you doing the work? Well, I'm – okay, one thing I'm doing is I'm reading a lot of books. I'm listening to a lot of podcasts. And I'm really, really enjoying writing. Something Writing is something I've always done growing up, but I lost my way with that a little bit for about 10 years. And so that's been really cool. I just, a few months ago, I just committed. I said, you know what? I'm just going to commit to writing something every week. So I did this little mini series recently. I've read this cool thing about how we all have three loves in our life. You know, the first love where it's just innocent. You don't really know love. Second one is your hard love, like the one where you learn all the lessons and you go through all the pain. And then the third one is the love that you have forever. It's the one that comes out of nowhere and it's just, wow. And I really enjoyed writing. And I just happened to see on Pinterest once this typewriter font and it was to all the men I've loved before, dot, dot, dot. And it was just nothing else. And I just had this idea. I thought, I'm going to write a letter to all the men I've loved before and the lessons each of them have brought to my life. And then I'm going to write one to my future love. (laughs) And I did it and it's gone viral. And I got approached by this author in the UK. He shared one of the stories and he wrote me some really encouraging words. So I don't know what that looks like. People keep saying to me, you're writing a book. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm just committing to that. Someone said to me once, like, you know, 
dreams in concrete plans in sand. Like just don't really yeah. know what it looks like, but just yeah. lean into the things that feel good right now. Yeah. And one thing I really love, like another thing I really love is go to where it's warm, the people, the places yes. and the experiences that feel good. Yeah. I don't care, but right now sitting down at my laptop is the best yeah. part of my day. 100%. And I agree with that. It's totally like you can get so in your head of mm. thinking about everything, but is something, especially from my yogi point of view, is an experience or a relationship, is it energy in or energy out? Mm. If it's energy in, awesome. If I tend to be just completely pushing energy out all the time into this relationship or into, you know, whatever it is, that's not ideal Mm. for your health. Mm. So you can sort of keep it simple a little bit, I think. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Like, it's just time with myself, like connecting to myself, making sense of what's going on in, you know, the world right now and and what's going on for me. And I'm really enjoying it and I'm getting good feedback. And that's how I started my business, you know, Mm. like literally so many people get so caught up because they're like, I don't know who I'm going to be. I don't know what I'm going to achieve in this life. Like, and it's like, okay, whoa, take the pressure off. Um, Just mm. test something. Like, Because that can make you feel crappy, right? yeah, Yeah, it's like test something like low low like go out and just see if people enjoy like my first thing was see if people enjoy being coached by you like and that was mm. the thing i tested like looking back now i tested that yeah. and it went from eight people to 45 and it went from 45 <laughs> saying let's get a space and then yeah. it went from 45 to 400 yeah. but it's like i would never have known that if i tried to overthink it so this book thing i've been thinking for years like okay i want to write a book but i have no idea what that would look like well okay let's just stop and just start with the act of writing every day because it feels good and the thing will come and guess what, it already has. Are you a brand in the energy space? We're always open to expanding our horizons and yours. Email energy at shechart.com. Amazing. Let's do the chart. Uh, well, yes, I was looking at your chance. Really interesting to hear you share your story so far and you were talking about a relationship, that mm. being really important to you and meeting the right person. Well, you've got a good chance of that happening next year. Oh, wow. Second half of next year. Yep. So you like to follow fire. Mm. You're a Yangwood tiger on your day pillar. Okay. And you like fire. And fire is very generous qualities. It's outgoing. Think of the Yang fire as the sun. It Mm. shines. Mm, I love the sun too. (laughs) And and I can tell. And Mm. you shine. You Mm. honestly shine. You shine with, you know, positivity. And you obviously really share that and inspire people. Thank you. I wrote down... Well, actually, I read a little bit about you. As I said, I was stalking your profile. And, um, There's and lots of places to read it. Yeah. You always know I'm in an ego mood if someone rings me and they want something or buy I go, just Google Mel Sargent. You'll find it. <laughs> I'm kind of a big deal, you know. <laughs> well, it just Google me. It was actually really quite interesting what I found because in 2013 you had a clash – against your career mm-hmm. path and, yeah. and actually it was also health. So it could have manifested with your health or career or both and actually your mum as well. But it has to manifest in some way. Yep. So that, that's exactly what happened. I quit my job in 2013, oh the end of God. 2013. So that didn't surprise me. Wow. Okay, so when I read that, I thought, wow. And, and often I don't, when we get people to come in for a chi chat, I don't actually go through individual years because it is quite mm. time consuming. Mm-hmm. But in your case, I did because I could actually find that quite mm. easy. And then in 2014, 2014 was a really big year for mm. you because you had a full fire combination. Mm. 
So that was kind of like saying all the planets align. So what does full fire mean when you say full fire? We call it a three harmony fire combination. There's two different types of, you know, fire combinations, seasonal and a three harmony. But you actually had the full three harmony team, which was tiger, dog and um, horse. Okay. So that was really sort of the... The first half, Yangwood Horse, could be seen as a rival. However, because of the fire, it actually fed the fire. So you were really able to shine. Mm. Okay, especially that in that sense. second half. On yeah. fire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. on fire. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the thing is, too, around about the age of 31, you entered a new cycle. Mm-hmm. Like a, we have 10-year luck cycles yep. or elemental cycles. I keep having to correct myself because mm-hmm. I'm so used to calling them luck cycles. So the elemental cycles change every 10 years and within the 10 years, it's five years. So you went into monkey for five years, the influence of the monkey. Now that actually clashed with your tiger on your house of spouse, which is part of that day pillar. Okay, I said Yangwood Tiger is mm-hmm. your day pillar. Mm-hmm. The monkey actually clashed your house of spouse, which meant you probably had partner problems, dramas, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and perhaps, you know, the long-term relationship ended. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is, is that what happened um, in that period between the age of probably about 31 to 36? Well, I so my previous, like my first relationship ended just before I turned 30, literally mm. well, just a few you go. months. Yeah, yeah. And then I was single for quite a while. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So that mm. if you're in a relationship, mm-hmm. it will often mean that you have uh, you might meet somebody mm-hmm. else or the relationship breaks down at the end. Mm-hmm. Or if you're already single, you may meet somebody. Mm-hmm. Okay. So mm-hmm. any kind of impact will affect your relationship status. Mm-hmm. What about the future? Let's look into Nezzy's rich. Well, like I'm saying, next year, mm-hmm. you, she's got the tiger and the tiger actually represents heavenly happiness for you, mm-hmm. which is wonderful. You've got that on your house's spouse. And next year, it's young water tiger. So the first half of the year, probably not so strong, although it could still happen in, let's say, February. Mm-hmm. But second half of the year, it's very likely. So write your book big, this year so you can... Uh, <laughs> big interaction with your house's spouse. You can nest him. <laughs> Get it done. So, no pressure. Um, <laughs> Wow. The other thing I was going to say is... You're I so often prepared do, today, Lisa. I know. <laughs> I just thought, you know, being under the pump when everybody puts all the pressure on I me... I know like, we ah! do, we all <laughs> So this time I got super organised because Mel has actually said, today we're doing six chi chats. It's wow. like, oh my God. So many. <laughs> so much energy for you. Huge. Yeah. So I often do a little reading yes. out of a very special book mm-hmm. written by Master Jin Pei. Well, Master Doctor Chin Pei, he's our teacher or my okay. teacher. Is this Nezzy's day, birthday? Yes, this yes. is her birthday. Wow. So these are the qualities associated with your day pillar. Okay. And it comes from his book, Understanding the 60 Personalities, which is a translation from an ancient Chinese book. Okay. And it goes, the world opens up like spring after winter refers to the person protecting and assisting others. Those who are born on this day will impress others with their professional career and conduct. They are role models. Others are grateful to them for their help. In favourable periods, they have to leave their home in order to succeed. They are intelligent, quick-witted and can have a broad range of interests. Interacting well with others, they have multiple properties and establishments, enjoying success in business. 
Wow. Sounds pretty spot That's on. Really cool. And you're in good That's company. Exciting. Christina Applegate, Sylvia oh. Berlusconi, Judy Davis. Uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nezzy Ben. I'm going to give you that oh, little, you can read the rest you. of it. That's I'll just take a, a photo of the G-chart for Nezzy too. Wow. Yeah. Do you have any cool. questions? So many, so many. In negative periods, I will find it challenging to expand. That has definitely been true. <laughs> Issues with supporting themselves, tendency to be too blunt and direct. <laughs> yes. In hurting and alienate. That's definitely true. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Wow. So I've just given you a little yeah. snapshot yeah. today. Yeah. If you want to know more, you can yeah. always reach out to me yeah. and Thank I you. can yeah. 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 have a coffee. Hey, yeah. that's Chi Chat with Nezzy Bint. Oh, thank you so much. Listen to her podcast, Lasom podcast. It's award-winning. And uh, follow her on the gram, Lasom, and also your person to see when the book's written. <laughs> yeah, Go and buy a copy. Are you yes. going to do a book tour? I'm going to try. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you there. Thanks, Ned. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Like us? Give us a five-star energy rating wherever you listen. Chi Chat by Chi Chart.